0: Additional terms and conditions apply. Sometimes I struggle to fall asleep and finding something natural that helps me can be challenging. I've been using both the Sleep Ease Natural Support Capsules and the Aromatherapy Lavender Spray from Botanic Choice. These naturally formulated sleep aids help me relax so I can let go of the day and rest. Botanic Choice is a fourth-generation, family-run supplement company which began as an herb garden in Indiana in 1910. Now they are a trusted brand supplying a wide variety of vitamins, supplements, everything from sleep essentials to vitamin C. Head over to BotanicChoice.com and use code MICHELLE15 to enjoy an extra 15% off any Botanic Choice or Botanic Spa brand purchase site-wide. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're here. And today I want to talk about how I've truly believe that I was my oldest daughter's and really my youngest daughter's first bully and that the way in which I came to my parenting in the very beginning was nowhere short of bullying. And I have lots of regrets about that, but I also am truly grateful that I've come to this realization. And I don't think I came to that realization as that was happening or as I first started to change my parenting. But over time, I... Found that the ways in which I came to my kids in those early days really could be considered bullying. And I didn't mean to. I didn't want to be a bully. I didn't want to be an unkind parent. I wasn't an unkind person. I'm not a monster. I just got to this place where I didn't know what else to do because my strong willed and very sensitive oldest daughter would not back down. She would not succumb to my threats and my bribes, and she would not succumb to the ideas of reward. And to her, she didn't care so she would just continue to act out because she was angry with me for the ways in which I tried to manipulate her. Now, I've posted this on Instagram and on Facebook, and a lot of people will push back and say, you know, this isn't bullying. This is normal, conventional parenting, and it's okay. And kids need to understand and learn about consequences, and they need to learn and understand that life is full of consequences. But if we just take the parenting part out of it, and we just talk about relationship, And if we're in a relationship with somebody and that person is threatening us and saying, if you don't do X, Y, and Z, then I'm not going to be there for you. I'm not going to give you something that you want. If we bribe them, oh, well, if you do this, then I'll spend time with you. Or if you do this, then I'll give you something that you want. If we can look at it as just a relationship with somebody that we either romantically involved with or a friendship, if somebody were threatening or bribing you, we're not even talking about punishment yet. We're just talking about threats and bribes. What would you think of that person? How would you feel about your connection to that person if they were, every time they thought you were doing something wrong, they were threatening you or bribing you? You wouldn't feel great. I'll tell you that. I know I wouldn't feel great if we can just think about it in those terms, in relationship terms. Let's say your sister was doing it or your brother or your uncle or your best friend or your partner, your romantic partner. It doesn't feel good to live in a relationship like that. And how would you begin to act towards that person who is threatening and bribing you? Well, some of us would succumb to it because we have those people-pleasing tendencies and we would go ahead and succumb to the threats and the bribes. But what would that do to our psyche and our soul? And what would that do to our mind? And how would we feel about ourselves in the end? And would we hold resentment and then later down the road say, I can't be with this person anymore. I'm done. I've had enough because I don't want to be manipulated anymore. So when we think about it in those terms, it makes complete and utter sense that it is bullying or manipulation. And in my world, I was doing it because I was trying to get a child to behave. I was trying to evoke a behavior. I would threaten her so that she would be nice to her sister. I would bribe her so that she would brush her teeth. It was just a threat and a bribe. And when those stopped working, then I would completely yell in order to scare her into brushing her teeth or scare her into going to bed. And so if that isn't bullying, and then I really don't know what bullying is. Bullying is when you emotionally torment somebody. And you make them feel bad. And when we do this in parenting, we somehow get a pass that it's okay to do this. It's okay to behave these ways towards little tiny children. I was doing this to a a girl who was under six and a kid who was three, to a six year old and a three year old, even younger than that. I think I started yelling when Esme was like two, two and a half, because she wouldn't put her shoes on. And I wanted to scare her into putting her shoes on. Because I became so dysregulated, I didn't know what else to do. And that is a form of bullying is scaring someone into doing a behavior or acting a certain way. And so there's a whole group of of folks out there who believe that that what I'm saying is is a lie and that it's, you know, it truly is the way to parent is to use threats and bribes and and manipulations to get a child to do what they want. But I believe that it actually causes more harm than good. And in the end, even for my child, who's more agreeable, she would succumb to my timeouts and my threats and my bribes, but she would do so at a cost to her own self. I asked Pia one day, I said, what is the worst thing that mommy ever did? And even the yelling and the screaming and the threatening and the bribing and the punishment, do you know she said timeout was the worst thing that she ever thought I did? And she followed it up with, I never knew when you were going to come back and get me. And that that separation, that cut of connection, and that isolation was what really she believed was one of the most torturous things I did as as an early parent. And a lot of people use timeout as a way to move behavior and or a way to let a, a child cool off. And I would put it in the same category. And I d- I don't think that timeout is necessary. We can we can use so many different tools. We can use time in and we can use the idea of play and we can come with you know connection and probing questions and so many other things where we don't have to rely on timeouts to get our children's behavior to change or timeouts to allow a child to cool down kids can cool down without timeout they can cool down with our presence they don't need to be isolated in order to cool down have you been dying to get one of your parenting questions answered you're in luck I just began offering an Instagram subscription. We have a private daily chat where I help parents navigate the stickiness of connected parenting. I post videos to help folks further understand the ideas of connection. And I go live once a week answering everyone's parenting questions. It's only $4.99 a month and you can cancel anytime. Head over to the Peace and Parenting IG page and click the subscriptions button on the main page to join today. I can't wait to see you there. So I was on this journey of bullying because I didn't know any better and because I was dysregulated and I couldn't function as a mom and I needed to be perfect. and I didn't know what else to do except for go to my default, which would be yelling and threats and bribes and punishments. And even as a teacher, we were taught to use the reward system, to use lots of praise, to use punishments when we had to as a last resort, but to really rely deeply on praise and, and rewards. And Even that wouldn't work with my daughter and even praise and rewards, if you're using it to change behavior or to manipulate behavior, it isn't going to sit well with kids eventually because it is a manipulation. If you do X, Y, and Z, you'll get a sticker. If you get so many stickers, then you're going to get a gold note to take home to your parents. It's artificially putting in a morality for a child where they're unable to make mistakes and they have to toe the line in a way that might not be good for their psyche. And so maybe these children who are even towing the line, like my girls did, they would come home and have major meltdowns around school because they were succumbing to the bullying or they were succumbing to the manipulation because they didn't want to be out of line because they didn't want to be embarrassed at school and called out by everyone. And they wanted to get all the points and they were you know, trying to fit into that world as best they could so that they didn't have to you know, endure the shame around doing the wrong thing. So bullying also happens in schools. And I think our lovely teachers, and I was one too, we use these tactics because we don't know any better. Nobody tells us what to do. No one gives us different ideas about how can you connect with a child? How can you use play? How can you use one-on-one time in very small ways to help kids who aren't doing well? So this idea of being my child's first bully has only been birthed out of years of kind of analyzing my own behavior and understanding my own parenting and really diving into where that came from. And, you know, I had a lot of people tell me too, like, you, you weren't a bully and you shouldn't think poorly of yourself. And I, I don't, I'm not sad about it. Sure. I have remorse about it, but I've come to terms with it. And I think it's, it's good that I can reflect in those ways because it does keep me from falling Pray to my own internal world, where I still do think in terms of, "Oh, this kid's really bothering me. Their behavior is really bothering me." It's my first knee-jerk reaction, and I, and I'm, I'm better, but I still have to pull myself out. And so, thinking of myself as being my child's first bully actually helps me stay on the the path to no punishments and no rewards, and trying to stay away from shame and really. Leaning into this idea of connection for the relationships that I share with my kids and that other idea that if you wouldn't do it to your friend, if you wouldn't do it to your romantic partner, if you wouldn't do it to your sister or your brother, if you wouldn't use these tactics, threats and bribes and punishments and yelling and shame and belittlement and lecturing and harping on someone if you wouldn't use those, or you know you don't want to use them in your friendships, in your romantic partnerships, in your other familial relationships, why would you use it with your children? Your children are the most lovely people in your life. Sure, they're a lot of work. They're a ton of work. Don't get me wrong. But you brought them into this world, or you've adopted them, or you're taking care of someone else's kids because you care about those kids. So this was our choice to have our children. We can't bring them into this world and then treat them in ways that don't make sense to cultivate a meaningful and loving relationship. It just doesn't, it doesn't feel right. And I know it doesn't feel right for many of us on a deep level. And we make these big changes. But if you're just starting out on this journey of no punishments and no rewards, just know that if you're doing everything you can to nurture the relationship that you share with your child, then you're on the right path. If you think about what a good relationship has and the ways in which you want to be treated in a relationship. So if you think about a really important relationship in your life, like your romantic relationship or the relationship you share with your best friend, what... Things do you want present in that relationship? I want unconditional love. I want to be forgiven when I mess up. I want a soft place to land. I want kindness. I don't want threats. I don't want bribes. I don't want someone punishing me or manipulating me or shaming me or embarrassing me or sending me on time out, icing me out because they can't talk to me. None of that feels good in a relationship, not with our children and not with the important people in our life. And Our children are young and inexperienced and underdeveloped and have brains that are still growing, and they deserve the most grace and the kindest of relationships. They don't deserve to be treated in those ways. Nobody deserves to be treated in those ways. So I hope that you know you, if you are using those tactics, that you can take a look the other way and try to make a change to dropping the punishments and getting rid of the threats and doing away with the bribes, and really coming with this idea of connection. And if you're really looking into what is connection, the first 10 episodes of this podcast in season one really are the tenets of connection. And then everything I really talk about is all based in the idea of connecting with your child. Okay, I think that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining me on the Peace and Parenting podcast. I'm so glad you're here and a huge gratitude for all of the incredible reviews and ratings I've received in the last few weeks. I very much appreciate it. Okay, I'll see you guys next time.